Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Okay, welcome back to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, today we have got Tom joining us. So Tom is from uh, Arizona, but he is currently in uh, Portland for the winter. So he's 65, he's a retired uh, construction project manager. You know, going to be awesome to come on the channel today, Tom, share your story. Can't wait for this one. Yeah, so, <laughs> so thanks a lot for yeah. coming. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I'm looking forward to it. Nice. So, so how long have you not drank for now, Tom? Um, it will have been 10 months on the fourth. So what was that just two days ago? 10 months. Yeah. So, so he posted yeah. in the community that, uh, that he just reached nine months, but now he's realized yeah. it's 10 months. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We don't, we don't and, count the days, right? No, no, don't count the days, you know, but, uh, my wife started a thing, um, where, you know, an AA, they give you chips, you know, or you get a chip. And so what we do is we have tortilla chips and she, with a Sharpie marker, she draws, draws the month on there and we post them in the windowsill. So oh, <laughs> we just have to remember not to eat them. So <laughs> Nice talk. So, so, so before you join the program, uh, what was life like? Like, what was the drinking like? Describe your, your situation. So, so going back, um, you know, a long time ago, I guess I had a somewhat normal life. You know, I, I was I didn't start drinking in my teens or anything like that, you know, maybe in high school. And, you know, it was just kind of, you know, the party now and then and drinking beer, that kind of thing. And then, you know, as 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 life goes on, of course, all the other things go on. And and I, and I guess the real turning point for me was um, I was doing a project in Israel and this was back when right after I turned 50 and um we had a lot of uh a lot of englishmen and a lot of irishmen and uh i did my best to keep up and uh, to be honest i think it got it got my mind that that was kind of normal you know i mean every day was a bender you know and now and then we'd have a alcohol free day and you know so it kind of started then and and then when I was 50, I had a little heart issue and I ended up going to the hospital and had a stent put in. And so that was that was scary for me. And, you know, after the operation and stuff, I didn't go to work for a good couple months. And I, I started drinking again. And anyway, I was a highly functional alcoholic, you know, for those next 10, 12 years. And finally, at one point, I really had just had enough. I mean, I, I tried to quit. I tried to cut back. I did all those things, you know, it was the willpower game and it didn't work. And so finally, I checked myself into a rehab place. It was a 30 day thing um, in Arizona and it, it was good. Um, it, it was good in that it, it, it did get me off. You know, but it was the AA method and, and I, you know, went to meetings afterwards and, and that basically kept me sober for a good, you know, 10 years, 12 years. Uh, I mean, it, it worked, but then slowly I crept back, <clears throat> you know, to where you think you got it licked, 
And I think I was listening to one of the other folks that you interviewed where um, you, you you think, oh, okay, I'm, I'm cured now. And, you know, because you, you're, you're trained to believe it's a disease. Mm. And <clears throat> it was creating problems with, uh, between, with my wife and I, our relationship. And because I just wasn't the same, you know, I, I wasn't near as productive. Um, and even after I retired, you know, I, it was fine for a while, but then it just, the drink just took over and, and then I, I ran across your YouTube channel and it, uh, it struck a bell with me because it was a new way of, of doing things. And I'm kind of like some and to each his own, but I don't buy into the whole disease thing. I think it, I think, you know, I made the disease, but anyway, regardless, you you just get desperate looking for something that works. And, um, you know, between honestly, between your youth and vitality and everything else, I mean, it, it, it just struck home. And after I, you know, um, signed up with you and read through the modules and I, I really tried to smoke through the modules and I really found them inspirational. They, they were just great. And I've read them. <clears throat> I bet I've read them a, a dozen times and, and I still read them. I don't read them every night, you know, but whenever I, I take time to read them, I, I find them helpful. So anyway, that's the, the backstory. Yeah. So, so for you, it kind of started later on in life, like fifties. And, yes. uh, and then it, it kind of got to a place where you were like, I don't want to do this. You did the rehab, you, you did the 12 step stuff and you stayed off it for like, I think you said nine or 10 years. Yes. Uh, yes. And, then it, and then how long did you actually drink for before, like in that like transitionary period from, you know, 12 step drinking and then, then starting this program? Um, you know, like I said, I was kind of, I was, I was a, a functioning alcoholic. So it was kind of the traditional get home from work, you know, and have a couple and maybe on weekends have a couple more. And, and I look back on it and I think I was probably more of a binge drinker, you know, than a regular drinker. It was, um, or that's certainly what it progressed to. It, it was, because after I retired, you know, I didn't have work to go to. I didn't have to be functional, you know, and if there were occasions where, you know, the wife was out of town or something like that, it's like, well, geez, it's nine o'clock, you know, I guess it's okay. Yeah. You know, it, so I don't know what you call that, but it's, it's not a good place to be. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. you know, when it got to the point where I was looking at the clock, you know, trying to figure out when I could have something, it's like, no, this is not right. You know, aside from the fact that relationship was going to shit and um, she's my wife is a she's a very loving person and very patient. But she finally had a belly full of it and and uh, she moved out, you know, and that that uh, that was a big wake up call. So, you know, and uh, I wasn't going to have that. So that was the big turning point. So, yeah. So, okay. So, so how has it been different doing what we've done together compared to what you'd already tried in the past? Um, first off, going with the other method, um, you, you feel like you have to go to those AA meetings, you know, like that's going to be the, that's what's going to keep you off the drink, you know, is weekly or daily or, you know, whatever it is that works. And, 
it just wasn't for me because to me it was going there and just hearing a bunch of horror stories. You know, it was everybody just sharing what they went through. And I, I don't mind hearing that because, you know, some of, you know, your clients, you know, yeah, we get some horror stories and, and I don't mind those because it, it snaps you back into reality, but I don't need to hear them every week. You know, I, I like the fact that, you know, like your weekly call-in meetings, you know, it's all about sharing positive things. You know, it's how, how have you benefited? You know, what, what can you be thankful for, you know, since our last meeting, yeah, you know, versus, well, what, what kind of bad shit happened to you, you know, last week, you know, it's, it, it just, it's not positive reinforcement, the other method, in my opinion, yeah. um, versus yours is, um, plus you have the modules you can go through. And those those modules are so refreshing, you know, versus looking at the big book or I, um, you know, if I want to watch horror stories, I can watch that reality TV show or something, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, and to be honest, the first time I quit, I used to watch them because it would just scare the Jesus out of me, you know, how awful you know, some of these things were, and I'm lucky in that I didn't have anything bad happen to me. You know, I didn't get in a wreck. I didn't kill anybody. I did, you know, it wasn't any, you know, I wasn't robbing or anything like that, but, um, stealing, you know, but, and, and they, when I was in that rehab, they called me a low bottomer, you know, it's like, wow, you're, you know, you, you don't have anything bad that happened to you, you know, and, and they're right. There wasn't anything that happened like to them, but to me, it was bad enough. So, yeah. um, so, and, and I found, you know, going through sober clear, you know, after I read through the modules, it kind of gets your head in the right place because you stress that you, you need to follow, you know, the pattern. Don't jump ahead. Don't, you know, follow it in that order. And I found that really easy. And so you could get yourself mentally prepared that, yes, I can do this. You know, I've, I've got the tools. It's not for me, it worked best to go through all that and then quit. Um, because to quit and then try to read through it, you, you got, you know, I have too many other mm-hmm. things in my mind to be mm-hmm. worrying about learning at the same time as I'm quitting. So great. Man. So it worked. Yeah, 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 love it, love it. So, like, so over the past uh, ten months, Tom, like, how has life changed? Like, what what benefits have you found? How have the different areas of your life got better? Oh, it's 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 been huge. Um, like I say, uh, uh, my wife was living in another house close by to the house that we've since sold. But um, you know, I quit in December fourth. Um, I would visit with her maybe once or twice a week. I mean, it was up to her. You know, but then it progressed to where, you know, we had Christmas dinner together and I let her kind of establish the pace. I didn't want to push it or anything like that. And, um, and, you know, it's it was a good three months before we were finally living under the same roof together. You know, but that's what the pace was, because I had a lot to show her. I had a lot to prove. Mm. And, you know, between not drinking that also enabled me to go see a therapist and that, that helped too, because it helped me, um, it helped me get my thoughts together, you know, where I would keep a a daily diary of things that I accomplished. And that really helped, 
you know, it wasn't a, a diary like this is what I did today. It's write things that you're thankful for that you did that day. And of course, the first one auto, item on that list was always and remains, I did not drink today. You know, and then it could be something as simple as I walked the dog today. You know, I made breakfast. I cleaned the house. And that was really helpful to me because, again, it was on the positive side, you know, instead of negative, you know, negative doesn't work. Not for me anyway. The scare, the scare part doesn't work. I think for you, that's, that's the key theme. And it's a big part of why you've been successful is because, you know, you're a positive guy and you really, when you focus on the good, it's, it's just much better than focusing on the negative, right? Right. Right. And, 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 you know, after, before quitting drinking, I, you know, I procrastinate like crazy and I've had that problem all my life, but it just got tenfold worse. And then I'd feel overwhelmed. And so now that I'm not drinking, that's like, oh, okay, I got my little to-do list and I make sure I hit it. I may not hit it in the same order I planned, but at least I'm getting stuff done. You know, I'm just so much more productive. You know, the productivity is is the way it should be. It's the way, way I am naturally. And um, I'm sure I'm a nicer person. Um, yeah, I, I'm not even going to call it a drawback because you kind of preface for this, but you know, there, there are some neighbor friends that, that we aren't in contact with, any, with anymore. I mean, they used to live right next door, but since then they've moved away and, and they want to know why we don't get together. And it's like, and that's not their fault. It, I mean, that's me, but I know my limits and I, I am not going to get myself in a position where I'm back, you know, doing that because it's not fun. It's just, it, you know, they're drinking friends and I'm not drinking. So it, you know, they, so anyway, but that's a small price to pay. So, so, but, so uh, big, big thing is productivity. It sounds like uh, your overall outlook has changed. Like you're much more positive, like mental health sounds, sounds a lot better. A uh, big thing is, is your romantic relationship with your wife. And then, you know, you feel like a nicer person. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Those are, those are big things. And, and, you know, you have to do it for yourself. Um, and if you're doing it for somebody else, uh, it's, to me, that would be a tough road to do. It's, it's good to have that doing it for somebody else as, a little bit of a push, but you have to do it for yourself. You, you, you have to know that you're doing this for yourself and everything else will get better. If you do it for yourself, everybody will be okay with you. You know, mm -hmm. that's, to me, that's, that's at least a little bit of advice for people that are thinking about doing it or not. Yeah. You know, it's, you, you gotta do it for yourself. You're not committed. It's, uh, it's going to be a tough road. Yeah, I agree, man. So last question, Tom. So if you've got somebody that was like, you know, thinking about joining the program, but they're kind of like on the fence, they're a bit skeptical, they're not sure. What's like one piece of advice that you'd give to that person? Um, it's, it's a program that really allows you to 
focus on the positive side of not drinking. Um, the, the, the saying that you have about it's poison, I, I, I think of that all the time, but it's, it's a positive experience. You know, it makes something that can be really difficult to do, um, in my mind, a lot, a lot easier. It's, um, that's, that's, that's what I'd say. So should they do it? They should do it. They should do it. Yeah. You have nothing, you have nothing to lose. Uh, uh, actually you do have a lot to lose and it, it, it's a win-win situation, you know, and Unfortunately, there's probably a lot of younger people, and I don't know what your client base is, you know, as far as demographics, age-wise. But you know, sometimes when you're younger and you're lucky, you 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 wised up really, I would think, at a young age, you know, more so than a lot of people. But you know, a lot of people got to go through all the hard knocks, and some of them don't make it. <laughs> so anyway, the sooner you do it, the better. It's, that's my advice. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.